Welcome to the Pastor's Table. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how walking in love helps us to discern what is best, what's of real value. We're going to see some and hear some testimonies and some examples of how God's love towards us brings out the best in us and helps us in ways that only He can do and in only ways He can help. So enjoy today's episode. So in the previous episodes, we've been talking about discernment. We've been talking about walking in the light and being children of the light. And we've discussed that at length. And um, in talking about discernment, one of the verses that is in Philippians chapter 1 came to mind here. And that's Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 says this from the Amplified. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight. And then Amplified adds in here, that your love may display itself in greater depth of acquaintance and more comprehensive discernment. Mm. And look what follows. So that you may surely learn to sense what is vital Mm -hmm. and approve and prize what is excellent and of real value. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, what I really like about this verse is uh, it, it stands out to me is that um, in some ways you don't really know what's best until you see it from love's perspective. Oh, that's really until true. you learn to walk in love and, and see from, from love's perspective, you don't really know what's valuable. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's best. But as you begin to walk in love, the more that you do, you begin to see the way that Jesus sees things. Mm-hmm. And He knows what's best. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about, um, think about the, uh, how the Pharisees were trying to trap Jesus by bringing the woman who was caught in adultery, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they brought her to Him. So this woman was caught in adultery. Now, the law of Moses commands us to stone her. And that was correct, right? That yes. was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was according to the covenant that they had, according to the law, that was what needed to be done. That was what the right course of action should be. Mm-hmm. But they also knew that Jesus was someone who walked in compassion and love a lot. Mm-hmm. And so they thought, well, here's a good test because, you know, if he just says, well, yeah, you know, um, no, let's, you know, that's true, but, and tries to get around it, then we can say, Look at Jesus. He's false prophet because he doesn't obey the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. And then they're also thinking, but if he goes on and says that, yeah, no, go ahead and stone her. Well, then he's cold and heartless and his, his walking in love is just an act. Mm-hmm. It's just a facade. Interesting. Right? So they're trying to trap him by bringing the situation to him. Now, they obviously didn't do that in love themselves, now, did they? Mm-hmm. No. Right? There was false motive in that. There mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. other motives in there trying to trap Jesus. And so, he didn't even respond to that. He's just, at first, he's just writing in the sand, writing mm-hmm. in the dirt, and they keep pestering him about it until he stands up, and, or I don't know if he stood up, but it says to them and replies and says, you who is without sin, you cast the first stone. You see, love knows and discerns what is best, the yes. best way to handle that situation, yes. the best way to, to get through what seems to be entrapment and trapping him into a situation. Love knew the best way through, mm-hmm. which was you who is without sin, you throw the first stone because love will recognize that it's not a matter of judging one fault against the other or pointing out faults that way. The love covers over a multitude of wrongs. Mm-hmm. And so by walking in love, he could discern what the best course of action was in that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, as you know how the story goes, the oldest to the youngest start going, well, that's not me. 
because they recognize their own fault. Here they are judging this woman, trying to trap Jesus, mm -hmm. and Jesus turns the whole situation around and says, and shines the light on them in their own mm -hmm. conscience mm -hmm. and says, what about you? If you're without sin, if you're perfect, then you go ahead and cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. stone. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about love discerning what's best and of real value, I think of situations like that. Mm -hmm. I think of how real discernment is, uh, is when we can tell how to um, address situations and problems and not try to figure out what's, this is the best, you know, that's right and that's wrong. We might mm -hmm. have a good knowledge of that and we mm -hmm. should, mm -hmm. but what's greater is to discern what do I do about it and how do I walk in love towards all those who are involved? Because that, when you start from that position of walking in love towards them, you're going to know the best possible course of action, mm -hmm. the best possible way to do things because it takes into consideration the interests of others and not just your own. Not just the legalistic perspective, but the perspective that God has of mercy and kindness and goodness and bringing life and ministering life to people. Mm -hmm. Amen. I think that's an interesting thing that you said about how it's specific to situation. And we can't mm. just use this example and then put that, okay, here's what Jesus did. We're going to do that for every time someone sins, but rather to be hearing Holy Spirit what to do in every situation. Mm -hmm. When it was dealing with Peter, it, and, and he had stood up before the congregation and tried to get them all to be circumcised and, and come back under the law and say this was the better thing. So he was an unlearned and ignorant man according to Acts early on. And, and then we have Paul who comes on the scene, who was formerly Saul, who was a Pharisee, who knew the law inside and out, and he's saying, wait a minute, we don't have to do the law. So it, it, it's a, an odd scenario, mm -hmm. but he handled it differently. And it doesn't say the whole town was there when he made the adjustment. It does say the leaders and all the, the people he was working with, mm -hmm. where he was trying to push, and they were having kind of a whole big skirmish over the whole thing, and Peter saying, we have to do this, what do you think, blah, blah, blah. And so he comes in with an answer for that situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we don't go back and say, well, if there is a problem here doctrinally, we better slay them. Again, we have another scenario. <laughs> uh, what was the fellow in the book of Acts who didn't have the whole understanding of... Apollos? Apollos, yes. Mm -hmm. So he had been preaching, obviously a good teacher, but mm -hmm. he didn't know about the Holy Ghost. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Aquila, right? And, mm -hmm. and Priscilla, they taught him in a better way. Mm -hmm. They took him in. He was teachable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they didn't bring him up, all right, this guy, da, 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 and he didn't know nothing about mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost. Rah, rah, rah. They didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So it's so important when we have values that we consider each person to hear how Holy Spirit would do it. We have lots of different examples showing us that what was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hearing what God had to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then trusting it's going to have these kinds of things. Verse 11, mm -hmm. being filled with the fruit of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ under the glory and praise of God. When it's done in God's fashion, it will produce godly results. Amen. Amen. And, and it's easy for us to point the finger. Mm -hmm. It's easy. We, it's easy to fo play spot the sin, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, what can we do? You know, it's one thing to spot a sin. What do we do with what we see? And that's really, really the thing, right? Yeah. I'm just reminded of an example in my life a very, very long time ago. I was a born again Christian, um, but. I was hanging out with this person and we did a whole lot of stuff together and go to movies every week and stuff like that and 
I wanted to share God with this person. <laughs> well, my idea of sharing God with this person was, okay, sit here, I'm going to hold you, I've got all this food, and I'm just going to start shoving it in your mouth <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> um, that wasn't done with the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Did he receive Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no. Got in him <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, it's a great example of, you know, there, when it, I was just reading back in um, verse 10, it says, so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And approve and prize what is excellent and of real value. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in that situation, if I had taken the time to hear the Holy Spirit, I would have known what is vital mm -hmm. to share mm -hmm. and, and what is of real value. Mm -hmm. to share and instead of just like I know what's best and here's the gospel mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like an ex-smoker yeah. I quit you should too yeah. <laughs> I've got Jesus you need him now <laughs> <laughs> in all of this I go back to one of our other favorite verses in the same chapter being confident of this very thing mm -hmm. oh. are we confident mm -hmm. that he's at work yeah. mm -hmm. are we confident that when he speaks to us he'll know better than us yeah <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a good question. Amen. Especially mm -hmm. this time of year. Mm -hmm. He made all the promises. We celebrate. I, I mean, we, I think we're all pretty familiar with the fact that, that the December 25th isn't his actual birthday. Yeah. Uh, but that's the day we choose to celebrate it. Nonetheless, God kept his word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yep. And if we look at that, that, we can have confidence over and over and over. God kept his word. He kept his word. He kept his word. Yep. He gave us his only son. Yep. Mm -hmm. He kept his word. Mm -hmm. What he promised to you, he will keep. Mm -hmm. He'll mm -hmm. keep it. Mm -hmm. And he'll work it. When we talk about all of these things, him walking in the light, uh, being confident, being knowing that he's helping us, mm -hmm. knowing we he'll keep us from evil through discerning of spirits and discernment. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and he's trying to help us. That he's not got bad intent, vital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like that part with the love. Mm -hmm. You know, when we understand God is love, mm -hmm. uh, I think I don't really understand it mm -hmm. some days. <laughs> I, I, we get pieces of it. Mm -hmm. And we begin to see just how much he loves us and yeah. cares for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have a series from Kenneth Copeland on uh, the blood covenant and he paints this picture of God who loves us so much it's like he, he's out on this big huge veranda or a porch that he can oversee everything and he's just sitting and he's 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 there at the ready to help us mm -hmm. in every situation that we're in and he's like I'm here. All you have to do is say yes. I'm here. Just let me know mm -hmm. what I can do. I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. And just just like, you know, <sighs> in that situation with the woman who was caught in adultery, mm -hmm. that that love isn't there to condemn. It's there to That's help. Right. Mm -hmm. And even with the Pharisees, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, he could have. He said, "You want to argue the word?" He could have brought that out yeah. and really yeah. let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do that either. Sure, no. exactly. Right? I think he knows the word. Yeah, seeing <laughs> yeah. yeah. how he is the <laughs> word, yeah. but he didn't come out and start berating them with the scriptures no. and saying, "Yeah, well, you know what? This is also what the law says." And he didn't do that. No. No. He didn't get into an argument with them about it at all. Exactly. He just said, "If you are without sin, then you cast the first stone." Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
that was still love towards them, yeah. even in that situation. They're looking to trap him. They're you know, mistreating that woman in a sense by bringing her that way, just using her as a pawn for their ploy. Yeah. Yes. And yet he still treats, Jesus still treats the Pharisees with love by saying, well, if you're without sin, you cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, there's many other courses of action he could have taken. Mm -hmm. But love discerns the real value, what is best, what is excellent yeah. in those situations. Mm -hmm. The value of the woman who was caught in adultery mm -hmm. in being able to restore her and bring her out mm -hmm. of that situation and save her, deliver her, mm -hmm. deliver her mm -hmm. from uh, a sentence that she was well deserving thereof, mm -hmm. right? What do we do when we're backed into a corner? Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. he was, exactly, he was backed into a corner mm -hmm. in that situation. And yet he wasn't backed into a corner. No. Because, you know, love doesn't get backed into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And in different situations where we feel we have no way out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and people, that's an honest thing. Yeah. Sometimes they feel they have no choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to. You don't understand, Pastor. I had no choice. Mm -hmm. Actually, you just couldn't see yeah, can see where the choice, the choice mm -hmm. was. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, uh, several years ago when I was carrying our first child, I, I had felt very, very bad because of mistakes I'd made in my life and somehow because of wrong teaching. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that God was into punishing me mm -hmm. because of sin. I just, and I, it's not that I never read the Bible, but I just couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, I was uh, 18 weeks pregnant. And I'd lost a child before that. I'd had a miscarriage. And, and so I was driving to get something from my father, and, and I had that turn this right. You talked about that in another. Turn here, turn here. And I didn't. And I absolutely had a terrible accident, took out the car, was stuck in the middle of an intersection. It was a big intersection in Vancouver. But God, mm -hmm. uh, you know how he sets things up. Uh, a friend of mine that I'd grown up with, she was doing her practicum as a teacher at the school on the corner. She saw me, remembered, figured if I was in town, I must be with my parents. Remembered our home phone number, called home right away because she saw me in the car. And instead of coming to the car, she called home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my father was at home and he came up there. And by this time, they had me in the ambulance by the time my father got there. But what happened when I was in the car, I wouldn't get out. I said, I want my husband. Well, my husband was where we lived in Port Hardy, so he wasn't going to get there mm -hmm. <laughs> to get me out of the car. Mm -hmm. And I was extremely upset. I felt contractions beginning. I was upset with myself. I knew I hadn't listened to God. God had tried to prompt me to go another way, and I had reasoned it that it wasn't a good idea. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and here I was with an absolutely wiped out vehicle. And the mercy of God, there was a motorcyclist sitting in the act, and I saw my bumper come off the car and swinging, and he had gotten off, and he was shaking because it just missed him, mm -hmm. and it probably would have been a very, another bad accident, but, but God, again, uh, one of the ambulance attendants, the first one's trying to get me out of the car, and he's, whatever, the next one comes, he says, I'll take care of this, just give me a minute, and he reaches in the car, I had the Sunday school material all spread all over my, the inside of the car, he put one hand on my shoulder, one hand on the steering wheel, and began to pray in other tongues. Oh, and Jesus. told me to be, be at peace. And, and when he started, I was like, it just reconnected me. Mm -hmm. And I heard the voice of God. And I looked at him and I said, you know, very quickly, I'm miscarried, I'm in labor, you know. And, and he said, I'm going to pray. And, you know, I, she stayed in there until she was fully done. Mm -hmm. God is good. Mm -hmm. But I knew that day. Wow. 
uh, the voice of God was trying to protect me. It was there. Mm -hmm. And so I know what it's like to have missed it. Mm -hmm. But I know that you don't have to learn the lesson that way. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. No one has to. Mm -hmm. We just have to pay attention to that voice. And sometimes, it, it, you know, the instruction to turn this other way didn't look very good. Mm -hmm. It didn't look. I, I knew that street that the Lord had go down the street. I thought, this is a terrible street to turn around. I had reasoned out. Mm -hmm. But God knew. Mm -hmm. And His love was still right there. It was. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was. Mm -hmm. Every step Helping. of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sending a couple, you know, I, I never ever found that. It, I tried to, you know, here, thank the ambulance, whatever. You know, God knew. Mm -hmm. God loves us so very much. So very, very much. Yeah. And, and so if you're in that place, or you feel like, you know what, I've blown it too far. Maybe, you know, here the woman caught in adultery. I was caught in like a disobedience, ignoring his voice or pushing it aside, mm -hmm. reasoning away mm -hmm. the voice of God. And I don't think I'm the only one no. who's ever done that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't make it better or worse. Mm -hmm. It just makes it a terrible way to learn a lesson. Mm -hmm. and, and all of these things, we share our hearts so that you can see, first of all, God loves us. Two, you can get up, mm -hmm. uh, you can hear clearer, mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait to make a mistake to hear him. Yeah, that's right. I think even small children hear it quickly. You know, Pastor Ann, I've known her for a long time, um, since she was younger, <laughs> <laughs> teenager, a young teenager. And I can tell you, her heart has always been for God. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you, you know, there's things. But you know what? <laughs> she cried out. Mm -hmm. She was always willing to be a learner, always doing her best to try and hear a better way. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, sometimes I look and, and I'm like, I'm so blessed mm -hmm. to have her around and mm -hmm. see how God's, you know, I mean, it's not that I'm not blessed for other people, but to, to watch and see she got through mm -hmm. And, and it's, such a, it's such an amazing thing that God will do for every one of you, mm -hmm. no matter what's happened, no matter what's unrolled or unfolded or all those crazy things we've been through, right? Yeah. You know? Amen. We've all been through stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's so wonderful to know and to be able to trust God's love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you know and, and that's one of the things that stood out in the story that you're telling there about how, you know, you had not listened to the voice of God. Mm-hmm. But his first reaction was not to reprimand you for it. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. You're in no. a situation, you, you know, and, and again, I, it was an accident. It's not yep. like you're going yep. there on purpose. But people, people have done that with sin and gone sure. into a bad spot. And, you know, the first thing that comes out of God's mouth is not going to be, hey, look, you messed up and now you want to call on me? Hey, I just talked to you. Remember that three minutes ago? I told you to go here and now you want my help after not... He doesn't, he doesn't treat right. us like that. No. He does not. He doesn't no. speak to us mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. He had everything in place that even though he knew what was coming, yeah. he knew that you would not turn the right way. Mm -hmm. He still had people in place. Absolutely. He had everyone where they needed to be to help and to assist and to bring you up because he loves us that much. Mm -hmm. You know, as we're talking, this verse in Romans 5 comes to mind. It's, it's a pretty popular one. I'm sure most <laughs> people have heard this. But listen to it in the context of what we're talking about. In verse 6 of Romans 5, it says this, While we were yet in weakness, mm. powerless to help ourselves, at the fitting time Christ died for mm -hmm. the ungodly. Mm -hmm. 
Now, it is an extraordinary thing for one to give his life for even an upright man, though perhaps for a noble and lovable and generous benefactor, someone might even dare to die. But God shows and clearly proves His love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, you know, that if we were, since we are now justified uh, by Christ's blood, how much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God? Mm-hmm. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, it is much more certain now that we are reconciled, that we shall be saved through His life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the language can be a little bit challenging here, but the reality of this um, has been in my heart and life. He's shown me the reality of this verse many times mm-hmm. because I thought, you know what? There was a time when I wasn't wa- living with Him. I walked off into darkness, like we're talking about darkness, right? And it was, it was dark. <laughs> But the thing is, I wasn't searching for Him, but He came and found me. I wasn't looking for Him, but He came and found me. And so because He came and found me and rescued me from when I wasn't even looking for Him or serving Him, how much more now that I've been reconciled to Him, how much more can I be confident that I can live and enjoy and be blessed every single day? Because if I wasn't looking for Him then, how much more now? Because mm-hmm. I do want to serve Him. I do want to walk, live for Him. And it's the how much more. If His love could come and get me at that time, how much more will His love do now that I am open and receptive to Him? Amen. 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 And before we close off for this, uh, I once knew a, a person who said, who thought they had to wait hmm. till December 25th before they could get born again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... With all that you've heard about God's great love, His great ability, His forgiveness, how, how vital every one of you are, mm-hmm. how precious. Maybe you're praying for a loved one, and God's promised that He's looking out and going yep. after the lost. Yes, He is. He's protecting those who are His own. He's loving us when we couldn't love ourselves. He said, even when we didn't know, God's love is greater than our heart, mm-hmm. than our heart condemns us. He's greater than that. And maybe you're sitting in that place today watching and thinking, I've condemned myself. Mm -hmm. We want to pray with you today. Mm -hmm. God sent His only Son, Jesus. We're celebrating His birth. But this is a time. You don't have to wait till December 25th ever. Wherever you are, you can receive Jesus today as your personal Lord and Savior. And it's a wonderful thing. The Bible tells us in John 10.10 that if you believe in your heart, mm-hmm. Jesus is right for it, and confess it with your mouth, not because anybody made you, but you've heard the word, mm-hmm. and something happened inside you. You know what? I believe that. I believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You begin to tell him, mm-hmm. and as you tell him, then he's coming to live with you, mm-hmm. and you invite him in and receive his forgiveness. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. His blood is shed so that he can wash it all away, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful and be the best choice you've ever made this year so what what one of you 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 like to do why absolutely. don't you lead us in a prayer and we'll we'll go along with it and if you're watching do that with us will you amen father father i thank you i thank, I thank you. you that you went to the cross for me that you, you went, went to, to the, the cross, cross for me, me. 
I believe, I believe, I believe that you died for my sins. That you, you died, died for my sins. And you rose again. And you rose again. I call you. I call you. Lord of my life. Lord of my life. I confess my sins to you. I, I confess, confess my sins to you. And I thank you, Father. And I thank, thank you, Father. That you have cleansed me. That you have cleansed me. From my sins. From, from my sins. sins. And I am no longer dead. And I am no longer dead. dead. But I am alive. But I am alive. In you. In you. And I thank you so much for that. And I thank you so much for that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you prayed that for the first time, or perhaps you've been restored, would you let us know? Mm -hmm. We'd like to make sure that you get connected and have a Bible of your own. Mm -hmm. And we'll help you get along with that. Amen. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. From all of us here. Amen. 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 Amen.